okay, cool. So I get uh, off the plane, or I land last night about 7 o'clock, which I was supposed to be landing about an hour ago, you know, but schedule got moved up and everything, and they actually gave me money back instead of uh, charging me more to come home last night, which is completely odd. And uh, so I flew back in from North Carolina, but uh, as soon as I landed, I had an email from Paul saying, are you in town? <laughs> um, not feeling well. You want to do your message tomorrow night at Communitas too? I said, sure. Actually, I said, let me check with Beth first just to make sure I didn't disrupt the family activities. Good move. So anyways, um, you know, it just, uh, it's like, wow, cool. You know, I heard something and here I am. So hopefully we'll have fun tonight. And uh, as Nate had mentioned, we're talking, you know, we're th in the th season of, uh, of what? What's coming up? Watch holiday? Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorites because uh, it's less commercial than Christmas has become. You know, I love Christmas. I love giving. I love getting to and having fun. And But Thanksgiving is just such a time to, <sighs> to let down, to relax, to hang out with family and friends. And uh, so we're in, in a season of Thanksgiving, you know, with that being the holiday. But uh, I want to talk about remembrance and Thanksgiving tonight. How long do we have? Will we, 39, what do we? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yes, perfect. Okay, so 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Be joyful always. Let me, let me stop. God doesn't tell us to do something if we can't do it. So this is kind of like a command because he says, Be joyful always so we can be joyful. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So he's said, told us to be thankful. Not for everything, but in the midst of everything. Be thankful. You know, find something that you can be thankful for. So um, I've got one more. I don't know. Did everybody get a? Okay. I know we had a few people cut out, and uh, Jake must have. I don't think he was feeling well, so I think I got his back. Anyways, what I'd like to start with is uh, we're going to build something here. And I'd like you one at a time to come up and just take the rock and we're going to just kind of build a little mound here on, on, this, uh, on this bucket. And when you do that, just speak out, say something that you're thankful about the character, the nature of God. So let's be specific, and, and right now we'll just limit it to, you know, God, I really am thankful for your faithfulness. So I put mine down. So let's uh, each one of you come up, you know, say something out loud that uh, others can hear. Gotta do this right so we can actually build up. <laughs> Thankful for what? Grandkids? Grandkids and nieces and nephews. Awesome. And they are multiplying around here, aren't they? Yes. God is personal. 
this. Thank you, Lord. So we've built a something here of remembrance. So I'm going to read a story from Joshua. How many like how many like Joshua? Great hero. So Joshua was a great leader, and. Uh, I'm going to start with the uh, last verse in chapter 3 and then uh, work into the beginning of chapter 4. And uh, the setting here was uh, they're getting ready to cross the Jordan. So they're going in. They're taking the land, you know. It says, The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan while all Israel crossed on dry ground until all the nation had finished crossing the Jordan. And he kind of steps back and looks at it again. He says, now when all the nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord spoke to Joshua saying, take for yourselves 12 men from the people, one man from each tribe, and command them saying, take up for yourselves 12 stones from here, out of the middle of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet are standing firm, and carry them over with you and lay them down in the lodging place where you will lodge tonight. So Joshua called the 12 men whom he had appointed from the sons of Israel, one man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, cross again to the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. And each of you take up a stone on his shoulder. These are decent sized stones, not the small example I brought today. According to the number of the tribes of the sons of Israel, let this be a sign among you so that when your children ask later saying, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall say to them, because the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall become a memorial to the sons of Israel forever. Thus the sons of Israel did as Joshua commanded and took up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan. Just as the Lord spoke to Joshua, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Israel, and they carried them over with them to the lodging place and put them down there. Then Joshua set up 12 stones in the middle of the Jordan at the place where the feet of the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant were standing, and they are there to this day. Let me back up there. So the Lord told Joshua to build a memorial. So these stones are going to become a memorial for your children to see and to remember. And uh, so they did that. They carried the stones up to the camp area. And then Joshua looked and said, wow, this is a good idea. So even before finishing, they went back down in and said, 
This is a significant spot to stand right here in the middle of the Jordan. This is where God did something. And they built another memorial right there in the middle of the river because it was a significant place where God had acted and did something. So we get a little bit further there in chapter 4. It says, so Joshua commanded the priests, saying, this is verse 17 if you are following along, but uh, he commanded the priests, saying, come up from the Jordan. It came about when the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the middle of the Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet were lifted up to the dry ground, that the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and went all over its banks as before. Now the people came up from the Jordan on the 10th of the first month and camped at Gilgal on the eastern edge of Jericho. Those 12 stones which they had taken from the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. He said to the sons of Israel, when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, what are these stones? Then you shall inform your children, saying, Israel crossed this Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed, just as the Lord your God had done to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed, that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, so that you may fear the Lord your God forever. So they built memorials, one that God had commanded there at the camp at Gilgal on dry ground, and the one in the middle of the water. And uh, they were so impacted by God's goodness and what he did that they said, this, like I said, this is a significant spot. So I want to know what causes you to remember something. So there's some things, uh, I usually call them, you know, triggers, things like that. Uh, before I say any more, I just want to hear from you. Share with me what causes you to remember something. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking along, you know, there's good and bad, but uh, let's think along the lines of good, you know, because we're thinking about Thanksgiving. So I want to know uh, some triggers that cause remembrance for you. Smells. Yeah, I was thinking about that day. You know, mine, mine's not a food smell, but <laughs> it's been many years since I've been to China. And, uh, but every once in a while, I'll catch a smell, you know, like a charcoal smell or something like that. And that reminds me of being in the streets, you know, or in some of the houses where they're heating with charcoal. Or just, you know, just some of the things. It's like, oh, you know, because it's always been a good time for me to be over there. So it brings back the remembrance, good things. Campfire smell. Campfire smell. What does that, so it triggers you. What, what does that remind you of? Yeah. What do they re it just uh, remind you? Yeah. Remind you of people, places, times, yeah. things like that. Cat.
Anybody else? Yeah. passage of time i noticed facebook tries to do that for you they it's like oh six months six years ago today this happened you know and they'll post a picture and you know hopefully it's good memories and, uh, um <laughs> yes <laughs> maybe they filter out certain words you know so triggers um memorials you know sometimes there's signposts too i said you know it's like food Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's think about the Israelites. So there were two instances of when they built a memorial, and uh, I know there's others. And, you know, th that wasn't the, f the last time they built a memorial someplace. So as they went places and God did something significant, they would set up a memorial so that in years to come, I'm trucking on by and it's like, wow, there it is. And the kids would ask, Dad, what's that pile of rocks for, you know? Or, Dad, what happened here? You told us about the one last time we passed. Here's another one. What happened here? I want to know about this. So basically, it's an opportunity for dad to uh, engage, you know, to stop, to slow down, to remember. Say, wow, you know what happened here? Oh, boy, I'm really so thankful about this. You know, that remembrance brings thanksgiving. And dad says, you know what happened here? This is where we were healed of that plague. Or oh you know oh you know you know what happened oh, oh remember the last one that's where God provided for us that food He gave us shelter or maybe oh you know what it was that battle that God won for us He went before us in praise and won the battle for us so it's these memorials that we set up we can set up memorials ourselves and we should because we want to remember what God has done. We need to be building these as we go through life with our, you know, ourselves, our friends, our family, you know, as we, you know, as you uh, may have children. Um, build memorials so that when you pass back by them, you can stop and remember and say, wow, here's what God did here. So giving thanks to God really helps us to remember and acknowledge God in all our ways.
we look at Proverbs, one of my favorite verses, Proverbs 3, three 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. You could probably substitute in, in all your ways, thank him. Thanks is giving acknowledgement. So if you stop and you slow down long enough, it says, you know, look, acknowledge what he's doing and give him thanks. In 2 Timothy, verse 1, or chapter 1, excuse me, verses 3 through 6, there's a lot of thanking and remembering here. It says, I thank God whom I serve, as my forefathers did, with a clear conscience, as night and day. I constantly remember you in my prayers, recalling your tears. So here we are, remembering in prayers, recalling, that's remembering again. Recalling your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which you, which you first lived in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of hands. So here Paul's telling Timothy, it's like, I thank God. I constantly remember. I've been reminded. I recall. I remind you. You know, he's, he's telling Timothy, stirring up Timothy in remembrance. So Paul's stirred up by the, the remembrance of these things. And he's encouraging Timothy to be stirred up also and to remember and to thank God for all that God has imparted into him. Why don't So my wife hands me this today. It looks like it's from Guideposts. And uh, I don't know where she got it. She may have gotten it emailed to her or something. But it's finding blessings and blessings in daily chores. So it says, I guess it was two days ago, November 15th. Did you know that November 15th is Clean Your Refrigerator Day? <laughs> it says I had to laugh when, when I read that. People are celebrating cleaning out their refrigerators. It's a task I always dreaded. And then the person says, but I realized something, that there are blessings lurking in that clean the fridge job. Number one, the fact that I have food in there reminds me that God takes care of my needs. So there's something to be thankful for. The fact that I need to clean out my refrigerator and throw things away means God, said, God has given me above and beyond what I need. That's something to be thankful for and not take for granted. The fact that I have electricity for my refrigerator means that I have a roof over my head and funds to pay the light bill. The fact that I have the ability to clean out the refrigerator means that God's given me the health to do so. And the fact that I have food in the refrigerator means that I can be a blessing to other people. I can open my home to others, providing a warm welcome. So just stemming off of the thought about cleaning the fridge, it's like, wow, that's yuck, you know? I don't want to do that. But then we take that thought, and in the midst of that, in the midst of everything, give thanks we turn and say, wow, you know what? I need to change my attitude. I need to repent, which means turn, 
change my attitude to an attitude of gratitude because that puts us on the right path towards success, towards prospering in our mind, spirit, soul, and body, and our mind, will and emotions will prosper as we are grateful and thanking the Lord. So what I'd like to do, you know, I'll come back with a couple more scriptures, but uh, I'd like to hear from you again about uh, not just the ca character and nature of God, but if you don't mind, a little more personal, you know, what are you thankful for right now? What's happening, you know, now, in the past, you know, recent past, you know, or maybe you see something coming that you're thankful for. So I'd like to know, you know, what are you thankful for? Kat? Tell me more. What do you mean by this place? What? <laughs> Hopefully, you're thankful for that. You don't. No. <laughs> yeah. God is good. You're thankful for living here. This is a good place. <laughs> yeah. God is a wonderful provider.
that's another thing it's like you know we should be thankful and keep it inside but uh boy especially when it's people you know when we're thankful for a mom or a dad a brother sister a friend um you know maybe even it's a boss or you know uh could be a stranger it's like you know maybe something they did while you're watching you know has impacted you but uh go tell them i'm really thankful for this i'm thankful for you and what you did what you do I was just ev- with every step of life, especially when I had kids, and I'm like, "You went through this for me? Oh my goodness!" Uh, I take back everything I've ever said. And like, you are the most wonderful people ever, um, and it's it's cool that you can you know grow in those things. Absolutely. And I feel like the closer I get to God, the more thankful I am. Still waiting for my kids to get that revelation, but no. <laughs> They're not bad, so. But a little more thanks, you know. Who else? That's, that's significant what you said to keep your heart tender towards Jesus you know acknowledging him going back to the Proverbs acknowledging him in all your ways so that means in everything you do at all times you're taking a glance at Jesus you know and looking and saying hey wow you know literally talking to him and saying wow this, this is cool you know thanks for this and um, I mean there's been so many times I like to get out and hike where it's just like I'm walking along and I'll see something. One time I was out in Arizona, I saw a bobcat. And the Lord knew. It's like, that would be really, really, really cool to me to see a live bobcat running around. I'm like, I was so excited. I'm like, wow, Jesus, look at this. You know, I'm talking to him like he's right there with me and thanking him. But he put that there to just stir my heart because he knew I would be excited. He delighted in me. I delighted in what he did. And, and uh, it's just that walk with Jesus. Who else? Jason, uh, Paul mentioned you may want to, I don't know, share, or maybe he didn't even say anything, but you shared uh, a couple years ago about the the letter to your dad. Did you want to mention that? I don't don't know if everybody's heard about that or... Not to put you on the spot or anything. You can say pass if you want. Or if you have something else, that's fine too.
Yeah, it's that's significant. I mean, uh, it must have been was it Liddy House? Uh, just trying to remember when Paul said that basically he prepared. The reason he's doing so well with his knee and how it's taken is because he prepared for years. Not that he knew he was going to have surgery and that the knees would need that, but he's prepared for years and years by exercising, working his body, you know, div- you know, just keeping in shape. And uh, that, that was significant, you know, because as, as we all age, you may think you're never going to age, but as we all age, <laughs> we need to continue to work ourselves so that when that day comes where we may bump or bruise or do this or sprain an ankle, we're, we're thankful that we took the time all along. He heard butter burger, so he needed to get ready. Let me read a couple more scriptures to you, and then you can continue sharing. What was that? Yeah. I think he told me he did it at uh, Concordia where he was planking. Yeah. You were there. Yeah, that's incredible. Oh, wow. So Psalms 105 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. And then in verse 5 it says, Remember his wonders which he has done, his marvels and judgments uttered by his mouth. So here we are again. We're giving thanks to the Lord because we're remembering. If we stop remembering we'll probably stop thanking. So let's remember the good things. Let's remember what God has done. Let's set up, let's build memorials. In Psalm 136, it it basically says, give thanks to God because we remember that he is all these things. It says, give thanks to the Lord for he's good. Give thanks to the Lord, excuse me, give thanks to God because he's the God of gods. He's the Lord of lords. He does great wonders. Um, it is he who by his understanding made the heavens, who spread out the earth upon the waters. It gives us so many reasons, reason after reason, that if we just think, remember, it is God who did this. Our heart turns from whatever gloom we're in, whatever fog we're in, to that attitude of thankfulness. So who else? Anybody uh, share with me something that uh, you're thankful for? Mm. 
Yes, there's some crud going around, so. Yeah. Who else? Uh, things that are stirring in your heart that you're thankful for. Relationships good. Start. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yes. Four day weekend. Yeah, God's creation is incredible. I agree. We were, uh, we had a couple Chinese friends go with us at the end of September up to Wilderness Fellowship. So we, uh, they brought their cameras and we were outside getting cricks in our necks, looking up like this and hope wishing that we were warmer and we could lay on the ground on blankets and do it. But, uh, the stars were incredible. You know, you get away from the cities and, um, we get, we, it's not like it was it was more than one layer it was like layer after layer after layer of God's goodness that we were looking at and just the depth of that you know so just looking at that and you know I shared with those guys about that afterwards but you know we look at nature and it reminds us of what God did when he spoke let there be light and um, it just creates such an awareness and a, and a thankfulness in our hearts that well here we are as small as we are and as, as enormous as God is, we're significant to him. That's an incredible thing when you think about it. But if we don't think about it, if we don't remember by looking at how big he is, we get outside of ourselves, you know, where we're closed in like this and look at how big he is. That's when we become thankful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he'd even want that. It's mind-blowing, yeah. Thankful for inspiration. Mm-hmm. 
Right, there's no real threat looming outside of the windows here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, w we're tremendously blessed. And here, here, let me build a memorial in your mind. So think of this. Every time you look at these windows, think about putting up three-inch styrofoam foam, uh, foam boards to block out the noise so it didn't escape outside. I've been you know, in, in China where they did that so that the music and everything wouldn't escape so they wouldn't get caught. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not just about having a positive attitude, but it's about seeing God in the midst of the situation, looking to Him and saying, you know, what's up? You know, you get into a situation, you say, okay, I know God's here. What's He doing? And then connecting with Him in that, saying, okay, and acknowledging Him. One more scripture here. It's from Jonah. So here's Jonah. He says, when, when life's ebbing away, what did he do? He said, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. So this is when he's in the belly of the whale or the fish. So I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I, with the song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto the dry ground. So here Jonah was, like we're talking about. He was in a tough situation. It was his own fault. Best as I can tell, you know, he got himself there. God had a plan. And Jonah remembered the Lord. He said, wow, you know what? I need to praise the Lord. I need to thank the Lord. And then he was saved in the midst of that situation. 
So I'd encourage you. So let's build memorials so that we have that trigger, that signpost, things that we can remember, things that we can see, hear, smell, that will trigger us to give thanks to the Lord in the midst of whatever situation is. You know, maybe uh, maybe uh, you had uh, an injury that, you know, you've recovered, God's healed you, maybe you had surgery, whatever it is, but um, maybe there's still a little bit of pain. That pain in itself can be a trigger for remembering the Lord and thanking him. Lord, thank you so much that you healed me. Instead of remembering th the pain and negativity, you remember that pain and praise the Lord and thank him. So as we uh, move into Thanksgiving, let's just turn our attitudes to the Lord. So let's be thankful in what he's doing and what he's done. And let's just praise him. Anybody else uh, have anything to share about thanks? Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your goodness. Lord, we thank you that you remind us of things. Uh, you know, it's uh, part of the Holy Spirit's goodness in our lives is that he reminds us of things. He reminds us of uh, the word of God and uh, what he's spoken to us. And uh, Lord, we thank you for just bringing to our remembrance good things times when you've spoken to us, times where we've interacted together, times of healing and deliverance, and uh, times when you've uh, spoken to us, times when you've whispered to in our ear. Lord, we thank you that you are good. Father, I ask you to help us in, uh, not just in this season called Thanksgiving, Lord, not just for a Thanksgiving holiday, but Father, help us keep an attitude of gratitude throughout the year. Lord, that we can walk in such a way that we are looking for you and acknowledging you in all things and giving thanks in the midst of whatever situation we might be in. Lord, help us to look for you in the midst of what's happening around us. And let us be a blessing to others. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Thanks for sharing.
anybody uh, would like prayer for anything, feel free to hang around. Anything else, Nate? Okay. <laughs> yes. Bless y'all. Yeah, see you in two weeks. And try to remember those uh, prophetic exercises we're going to do.